Hey guys, what's up? Before we jump into today's episode, I have a quick message from our sponsor, Content Snare. Getting content out of your clients can be such a pain. Anyone who's done web dev or client websites knows what I'm talking about. You have to constantly chase them up with email after email and call after call. Then they'll send 20 different emails with loads of attachments and different documents in strange formats. Kid you not, you guys, I literally received website content uh, via Facebook Messenger once. So then you'll waste your time getting the content together in a format you can actually use. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> content Snare fixes this by getting the content you need in the right format in one place and it does all the client chasing for you. Structure the content you need so your client can see exactly what's required. Then you can send it to the client and let Content Snare chase them up automatically. You can approve their content or ask for some changes, and voila, you're done. Now you're ready to download everything you need to build the website. Don't let client content headaches get in the way of doing what you do best. Try Content Snare today. All right, guys, and Content Snare has hooked you up with a 50% off the first two months of your account. Use coupon code WPCHICK. That's all caps, W-P-C-H-I-C-K. And on that note, let's jump into the episode. So you're using WordPress and you have your business online. The next question is, now what? With so much to do and so little time, it's hard to figure out where you should put your energy. WordPress might be the foundation for your website, but it's what you do with your business that counts. In this podcast, we'll talk about building and running an online business, but you have to be willing to do the work and just show up. My name is Kim Doyle, aka The WordPress Chick, and this is The WordPress Chick Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, The WordPress Chick. What is up? Episode 162 today, guys, and I'm going to, I probably should give you fair warning, a little punchy today, a little spicy. Um, I'm I'm actually recording this kind of at the end of my day. Uh, well, yeah, end of the work day anyways. And I just finished up recording uh, like six videos for a course. I've got a lot more to go. Uh, the problem is like I set this whole thing up in my office and I'm like, you know what? We'll see. I'm, I'm pretty... It, it looks good for now. I, I got a whole backdrop and everything, and, and I had got bought a lighting kit, um, I don't know, a couple years ago. So I hung the backdrop on there, and <laughs> but it's but one, I'm standing, which is better, right? Not only for my body, but my energy level and all that stuff. Um, it's just kind of a production. <laughs> and then I've got extra light in here, so it's like my hair's down, and holy whiny, huh? Actually, today is not going to be whiny, though, uh, but I am going to let you know there might be a little bit of a rant coming, all right? So bear with me, and I have a feeling this uh, might go a little over an hour, so bear with me, um, and I will do my best to uh, keep you entertained and engaged and and not uh, too all over the place. You never know with me at the end of the day. Um, so I, I waffled with the title of this and, you know, the initial was, of course, no one is listening and the new tools I'm loving. Um, we'll see where it ends up final, the final cutting room floor, so they say. Uh, but the premise of this first section, because it, it's kind of a, a two-parter, I guess I would say, because the tools are just some stuff I've been using and loving right now. 
but the feel like no one is listening is is where the rant might come in and so so here we go let's just jump in um and and I'm going to do my best not to trip over my own mouth after recording a ton of videos all right so it seems like lately i i feel like i've been having a lot of conversations with people um about people and i don't mean like behind their back but topics coming up, right? Where people are really frustrated with their business and, or, or they're wondering, you know, what should I do? Like, what's that thing? And I talked about this a couple weeks ago about, you know, people who think that they're just going to be like, you know, struck with lightning with this epiphany, this idea that's like the game changer. And it just, it doesn't work that way. And, and I really don't think it's a coincidence since I feel, I mean, a coincidence that I've been having these conversations, because really, I feel like I have finally gotten clarity around all of this myself. And it's, you know, regardless of the fact that I've been doing this now, like nine and a half years, it's um, the clarity has come through the last year and a half of doing a lot of basic fundamental work. Um, and just digging in because what I was doing wasn't working. All right. The weird thing about this, though, and it kind of boggles my mind. And let me let me preface this too by telling you guys that this is not a judgment because I've done the exact same thing. But what boggles my mind is is when we're told, right? We're told what will change things and what will make the difference. Yet we do nothing about it. I mean, you could take this in any area of life, guys, right? You could take it about your health. You could take it about relationships. I mean, it doesn't matter what sort of category in our lives we want to apply this to. It's like we know what needs to be done, but yet we don't do it. And, you know, there's kind of two schools of thought with that. As someone who clearly <laughs> has uh, a fond uh, relationship with therapy and my therapist, um, you know, you could do the digging and, and the deep dive into why we do what we do. Sometimes, though, I think that's a huge distraction. Um What's weird though, it's like, even if the person who is guiding us or, or helping us has walked the walk, right? They have real life tangible evidence that what they're telling us to do works, right? But we still don't listen or, or, or just in one ear and out with the other, right? I mean, we're kind of crazy creatures if you think about it. But before I dive into this any further, let's go ahead and just dispel the myth once and for all the elephant in the room, whatever you want to call it. But building an online business takes time and work just like any other business. <laughs> Exciting, isn't it? Uh, no, <laughs> that's the problem with us, right? It's like the basic boring response of doing the work is not what people want to hear. This is the internet after all, right? I, I mean, I couldn't even get out the word internet, you guys, from our like five minutes in. This is the internet and things are supposed to be magical, right? It's supposed to be easy. The problem with easy is it's totally subjective. What's easy to me may not be easy to you and vice versa, right? So uh, that being said, I will tell you though, that I will take building an online business over working a job any day. You know, I spent 20 plus years in retail management I was on my feet all day and in like in dress shoes, you guys, like when you're in, you're the manager, it's, you get to set the tone. And, and this was sort of, uh, 
not sort of, this was before pe- women were really wearing flats and stuff again. Well, I don't know if they ever went out, but you know, remember the chunky heels that were in? Anyways. So, but I was dressed up. <laughs> so it's like being on my feet and I used to wear a pedometer sometimes. I would easily walk 12,000 steps in a, you know, 20, 25,000 square foot store in a day. And I was still dressed up, had these shoes on, but I still got to be a grunt at times, right? Be a pair of, pair of hands, unloading trucks, like all that stuff, whatever needed to be done, I had to do it. And then fast forward two bunion surgeries later, I had plantar fasciitis in my feet. It's like, I will take the struggles and challenges of this all day long. Mind you, there's a part of me that it's like, you know, pancake ass and, you know, uh, weight gain because you sit. So it's like, all right, so course correct, right? And those are totally, you know, hashtag first world problems. But, you know, obviously there are side effects to that. But this to me, all day long, every day, right? And, you know, and I get it that not all jobs are physically laborious, but you guys, we're not digging ditches, right? When I think about it, it's like, I'm not sitting in traffic for two to three hours a day. Another reason I will be moving out of the Bay Area in a couple of years, anytime I have to go into San Francisco. And God bless this place, right? I'm super happy to, happy? I am happy to be from the Bay Area. I love Northern California, but man, I do not like traffic. Every single time I get in traffic, I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's just a total validation, a reminder for doing what I do, right? Um, And know this too, guys, that, and I'm not, some of you may have day jobs and I'm not poking at you for that at all. I'm just simply pointing out to people who find more fault with what we're doing than the good, right? And are there struggles? Are there challenges? Money stress? Absolutely, right? I'm not negating that. But there's, it's like this, there's like this idea that all of this is smooth sailing. And when it's not, it just seems like people become, you know, grown adults become like toddlers, pissy, and banging their fists on the ground. And, you know, this whole thing came about because of an email that I read this morning, a friend of mine had forwarded me this email um, from someone who's a pretty successful marketer. And uh, they were unhappy about their business, they had debated even continuing. And, you know, had this conversation with their spouse and was, you know, just, and I should have pulled the email up, but I don't want to, you know, in case there's any mutual subscribers call that out. But you know, they realized that what they really wanted was to do things their way. They were tired of launches. They were tired of fancy sales copy. Copy, you guys, this is going to be an interesting hour. They were tired of sales copy, uh, marketing tactics, whatever, right? So before I tell you why I think this is all hogwash, let me say that what came through loud and clear in this email to me was that this person was tired. And I've been there, right? But more than anything, all I was feeling and reading from this was, I I need some space. I need a break. I need to simplify things, right? And again, 14 years of therapy with an amazing therapist, you get this insight. But that's how I took the message. Now, what's interesting is my friend, it really resonated with her. And my friend is a little bit frustrated with stuff in her business, said, you know, she felt like she was spinning her wheels. And so... The difference is I don't feel that, right? So look at what one message can mean to two different people. But here's where I'm going to pull in Kim's woo-woo, esoteric, whatever you want to call it, because I do believe in energy. And 
what happened with this person is they had uh, sent out a coaching program and it didn't get the response she wanted. And here's the thing. Her energy is clearly saying, I don't want to be doing this. And so it doesn't matter whether you have fancy copy or not. And this very look, and and it and the email ended with, "This is how I want to do things. I don't want to do the hype. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that." So, look, if you want to apply, great. Let's have a conversation. Okay. So here's the, the problem with that: is it to me? I would be like, "Do you really want to do this? Doesn't sound like you're super interested <laughs> in running your business." I wouldn't be excited to be paying this person money, and. Hopefully by now you guys know me that I'm not here. Like I have hit those walls. I have been just like, what am I doing? I'm making myself crazy. I'm sick and tired of this, all that stuff, right? But this is, it's times when you hit these walls, that's when you don't put off, they, it's, you don't put offers out. It's not going to work, right? Her energy came through to me like, I'm, I'm just, burnt really that's that was the the energy i know is an email but that's how i read that whole thing i'm like this person's really tired like i would not be excited to be applying for that coaching program I'm just going to tell you that right now so let's get into why i think this is hogwash first of all nobody nobody is making you do anything you don't want to do don't want to do a launch great don't don't want to write fancy copy cool. Write whatever you want. (laughs) Want to be more authentic and do things your own way? Sweet. No one is stopping you. But, and you knew this was coming, you still have to market your business. If you had a brick and mortar store, would you be whining about having to market it? You better be good at writing copy, fancy or otherwise, if you're going to do any marketing. You have to sell, you guys. No matter, it doesn't matter what your business is. And I was thinking about this and I'm like, where 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 is the the disconnect here with why people get so bent out of shape with how people do things on the internet versus why do we not get bent out of shape? Right? In, in real life, when I get a flyer in in uh, you know, a postcard and the email in the email, in the mailbox, for the love of God, Kim. When I get a postcard, I don't get all bugged because, oh my gosh, you know, or I'm trying to think when we had, when I had my scrapbook store, like in 1998, um, we just did, we did a newsletter. We really didn't do any advertising, but we had to do events. We did Friday night crops, right? Like you could stay till midnight in scrapbook. And sorry, dudes, if you're like, what are you talking about? But the whole thing is, we had to, we had to remind people, so we had a newsletter, and then we tracked their points, and we they get we we track it by their phone number and all those things, right? Like nobody was complaining about that stuff yet. In in this space, I think it's because we we have um, I don't know we have access to we have access to a ton of information all the time, but we're also able to watch how our quote unquote competitors, peers, colleagues, you know, whatever you want to call them right? It's competition. It's not the end of the world. But whatever you want to call those people out there who are doing what you do, right? So we have access to see how they're doing things. So I think there's this constant, am I doing enough? Should I be doing more, right? 
The methods used for marketing online are obviously different, right? Can you imagine trying to do like a four series video launch for a product offline or a four, four series event? I don't know, whatever. But here's the deal. Launches work. Challenges work. Copy works. Email marketing works. And really, all of this stuff, no one's telling you how you have to do it. Don't do it. It's cool. So where is this, um, this thing about uh, just getting pissed off? Like, like the world is making you conform to something you don't want to be. So from this whole thing, right? That then um, I was on Skype with a friend and, and I was saying, you know, what's interesting is I was thinking about this because I've been thinking about this as I've been um, getting ready to crack my hand at Facebook ads again. Um, and I'm paying attention to ads more and looking at what different people are doing. And, and, and obviously I'm going to see different ads than you are. But if you're in this space, when I say this space, I mean internet marketing, right? Whatever. If you're in the space, you've probably seen ads like, are you tired of blank? Um, are you sick of blah, blah, blah? Um, tired of trading time for money? I've used that one. And, and you guys, these are all sayings people have used. But then I was thinking about the difference between here. Here's a, a good example. I remember I've probably used this before. So to longtime listeners, sorry. Um, but. Uh, I, I was born in San Francisco. My parents are, I'm like a fifth generation, right? So we had Niner tickets, 49er tickets for, I don't know, 20 years. When I say we, my parents, I didn't have tickets. Um, but they went through like the painful 70s, the spectacular 80s, the okay, you know, so <laughs> they've been through it all. Anyways, when the 49ers were playing the Cincinnati Bengals, and I, somebody can correct me on this if they want. I don't remember if it was a Super Bowl or a playoff game, but the I think it was the Bengals coach afterwards, the Niners one, said the difference was that we came out not to lose today and the 49ers came out to win. So when you're thinking about your message and you're thinking about marketing, why can't you just be for your thing? Right? And here's here's the trick is that I understand now, <laughs> nine years later, that we pull in pain points, right? We pull in the psychology. But there's a difference between using it as a headline and a copy versus feeling that that's how you're supposed to run your business. You know, like, uh, there is uh, a guy out there that I connected with um, in my mastermind, Garrett White. And this only men would probably know him, um, or if you're a ClickFunnels user. Uh, but Garrett was the mastermind. He's created this warrior movement, okay? And I was talking to my friends specifically about Garrett today because I thought, you know what? There was a while when he was like, do the effing work, right? You guys know I feel like being screamed at to do the work. Just shut it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Like, I, I do work from an inspired place. And you guys, it's like 6.15. I just, I've worked all day today, but I'm on a roll, so I'm going to run with it, right? Um, But I was thinking about Garrett and I was like, because somehow I started getting his emails again. I'm like, I thought I unsubscribed six of one. And, and I totally like Garrett in person. Um, but he is semi controversial, right? In the sense that he will call you out, right? And his target is men only. He then would host these warrior movements where it's, you know, and he's got four things. It's like body being balance and business, I think. But the warrior weeks went from like 10 grand to 20 grand. And, and you have men that are just 
like warriors, right? Forever. And it's this whole movement thing. Anyways, when I was, I was thinking about it, cause I've been looking at his emails again and I'm looking at his videos. Never is the angle. And I probably should make sure to follow him on Facebook again, see if I start getting his ads. Um, but his message is never, he's talking to you, right? To his audience. He's not complaining about how somebody else is doing something. Because again, I go back to that email and there was this woe is me. It was a little whiny. And you guys, and I'm not being mean towards this person because I've been there, right? Look at my whole F the hustle. And I still, it, a lot of that's more like a, just shut it already. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I don't know, but I was fried when that came out and I was just tired and I was trying to figure stuff out and I was really frustrated, you know, but, but I don't think that you have to be so, I don't know, I was going to say so unhappy, but I, there, there's a reason certain things work, right? And so how, the, the question then is how do you find a way to bring you into the things that work, right? So like I haven't ever done the four series launch video kind of thing. Um, I don't know if I will. I might. I, I don't know, you know, but it's, I knew that I wasn't ready for it. I knew that I didn't have my messaging down. I knew that I didn't feel like I could write copy to save my life. Um, not Well, I think I could probably save my life with copy today, but it's something that I'm working on and, and would be happy <laughs> to hand that off to somebody at some point. But the practice of learning it has been great, right? So the frustrating and kind of exciting thing about the internet, though, is that things change super fast, right? Just when you think you have figured something out, it's like they go and change the game on you. You know what I mean? Um, or have they? So what if you took the time? Uh, you guys knew this was coming, right? What if you took the time to master the fundamentals? Practice writing, creating content, connecting with people, understanding how copy works, literally doing the opposite of what you've been doing because it has not worked up to this point, right? This is not about the online space. At the end of the day, it's about what is going on in your head. So I think it's time to reframe what you're doing. So it hit me today that I have been doing my daily email, which you guys have probably noticed I've stopped calling my almost daily email because I it's rare that I don't hit it Monday through Friday, at least. It's now been a full year since I started doing this. A year, you guys, right? Good on me. Was I excited about doing a daily email? No. I was friggin' terrified. But I was more frustrated than I was terrified. So I was like, game on, what do I have to lose, right? It's not gonna take money away from me. I know that much. Um, I was sick and tired of feeling like I wasn't getting anywhere or that I was going to be stuck in the how to do this space. And I just mean how to do whatever, right? So much of it was how to do this with WordPress and how to do that with WordPress. And for those of you that do that, I'm not, that's not a judgment, but I will tell you that it wasn't what I initially wanted to do, right? Like I, I that wasn't what I thought I was going to be building a business around. I am grateful and appreciative for everything it's brought me, but I had to make a decision, right? And say, I cannot keep doing this anymore. 
But I was afraid, truly. It was it was like, oh, you may as well go get a job because then at least you would have definitive steady income, you'd have benefits, all of that stuff. Because I was like, I don't want to keep building websites because every time I did that, I felt like I was building someone else's site. I mean, business, right? And you are, but it was like, I want to work on my stuff, right? And anybody who does web development or services, you know that thing. I want to work on quote unquote my stuff, right? And so I was very frustrated and I didn't want to, to do that. And, but it was scary, right? Because the thought of continuing service work that didn't excite me, but was bringing in the income. Oh my God. It was, it was exhausting. Here's what switched. I stopped pitching and I stopped whining and I got pissed. It's like, I'm done. I'm done. I, whatever, whatever I got to do, it's, it's just time, you know, and just because someone has succeeded does not mean they're better than you. And if you've been, let, let's, I'm going to just randomly pick a year. Okay. A, like a number. Let's say you've been in this space four or five years, whatever. You've seen a lot of people come and go. I'm sure you've seen, some brands get bigger, whatever. Some people seem like they just get bigger, but haven't changed much, right? So there may be a bigger personality, but it's like, well, what are you doing that's new? And and I'm not saying that you have to like overhaul your business, but ideally we grow and evolve as people, right? So to me, it feels like, well, a business should grow and evolve as well. And, you know, and so I think we outgrow those, those people that we have followed or, or are subscribed to or whatever. Um, if we either outgrow them or they're growing in a different direction, six of one, right? It, it all happens. Um, but just because someone succeeded doesn't mean they're better than you. And I think we have so much access to watching people who are doing more than us, you know, because nobody's bragging about the shit that doesn't work, right? I mean, nobody's out there saying, I've been at this 10 years and still haven't made a penny. I mean, nobody's out there saying those things. So you feel like you're on an island. You know, the only difference with those people and you is that they just did the right work, right? This is my new thing, you guys. It's not about doing the work. It's about doing the right work. These people dug in and produced, produced you guys. And I'm going to touch on that more, but they launched, they sold, they emailed, they run ads, whatever you want to, whatever, right? You want to drop into that bucket. And then when things didn't work, they dug deeper into what happened. They decided that their business deserved that extra time, right? To figure out, okay, what went wrong here? Did I not have a big enough list? Did I not promote this enough? Can, can, can I try a different headline? Did I pick a weird webinar time? Like, at what point do you not, you know, do you decide that this gets more time and attention? I worked, you know, think about when you, when you create a course or an ebook or whatever. It's like, how sad to, to try it and then it doesn't do what you're hoping. And then it's like, well, that didn't work. And then you're just, you just, you're done with it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, come on. So the difference is these people who, you know, appear to be more successful. And yes, they may financially be more successful than you. I'm not, you know, I'm not taking that away from them, but they didn't decide their business wasn't worth doing. Right. So <clears throat> I know I'm super preachy today, you guys, but I'm going to go out on a limb now and I'm going to make a few assumptions. And if these strike a nerve with you, then good. 
not that I'm making you feel bad, but now you have an indicator of what you can work on and just try to remember not to shoot the messenger (laughs) because this is about you, not me. I totally pulling out the armchair psychologist today, aren't I? Um, One sec. All right. So tell me if this sounds familiar. You have been in perpetual finishing mode on multiple projects forever, right? How many projects do you have that you've started that, oh, you got to finish this or you got to finish that. And it's nothing ever gets done. Nothing ever gets to see the light of day, right? And a couple weeks back when I was talking, I told those two stories about people and, you know, (laughs) the end of the day, if, if that's what you're doing, then it's not working. It's not working, right? So just know that. But think about that. Have you been in perpetual finishing mode on multiple projects forever, right? Uh, Or this. You talk about things you should be doing, but you aren't. So then what happens is when you go to talk about them with your audience, you feel out of alignment, right? So, okay, let's look at this. I, for, for a long time, I kept talking. I know I need to do Facebook Live. I know I need to do Facebook Live, right? Blah, 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 blah. I don't know how many times I did that, right? So I, I did that. And it would have been like me going out there talking. And then so me saying I need to do Facebook Live, but yet then I go and I and I do one and I just start preaching to everybody about the importance of Facebook Live, but I've done four, right? So forget whether or not anybody watching or listening were to know that. I know within myself, there's a total, it's incongruent, right? I'm not, I'm not walking my walk. And so what happens, and again, this is what I think with going back to my rant about that email from the the woman who was like, I don't want to do this this way, blah, 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 blah. And it was her, her, she, she offered something, it didn't work. Well, you went into it not expecting it to work because of what you brought to the table with your energy. Um, Or here's another one. How about you keep looking for answers outside of yourself? Someone else's course, product, or service, right? Instead of, okay, I know that I've started 12 blog posts, none of them have ever hit publish on, but I'm going to go now master webinars, right? So all of those things. Um, Here's another one. You spend your time on things that appear to be work, but really, it's more like repainting the outside of a car that never gets the engine. You know what I'm talking about? Remember, I've said before, you guys, I've talked so many times about peripherals. We can stay in perpetual planning mode. We can start 500 things, right? It's just, it's very easy to do that in this space because especially when you know how to create pages, you know how to create a website, you can you know, do what you need to do in Photoshop. You can create, you can go into Canva, you can create a PDF. I mean, think about it, you guys, like media, audio, video, if you know how to do all that stuff, it's really easy to start that stuff. And it's even easier to never finish it. Um, Here's another one. Maybe you have made blanket statements. (laughs) And I'm going to talk to you about the what if statement again. But you've made blanket statements about not being good at content, at writing, email, copy, selling, video, podcasting, etc. right? Well, I'm just not good at that. Well, I'm just not good at that. Well, the problem is you never try to get better at these things, right? And you either are going to get better at it, 
You're going to hire someone to do it or you're going to stay in the same place that you are, right? Um, you have preconceived ideas about how your business should appear, right? So um, as I was recording the videos for the Grow Your Audience course, you guys, <laughs> nothing changed for me as much as it did when I just was like, screw it. I got to be me. I got to do my own thing. I'm going to, I'm, you know, and it was the podcast is what did that for me because I can't one. I mean, I have notes, show notes, guys, like I write the post out and I use it as a guide, but I'm just talking to you, having a conversation. And so then based on doing this and showing up and doing this um, is when I started getting feedback. And I was like, Oh, this is fun. This is really fun. Right. And so then I, I started writing the way I talk and amen for Grammarly because, <laughs> oh goodness. But, but you didn't see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, but if you think you're supposed to appear one way, you have to ask yourself, if I'm trying to do this, because I think this is what I should be doing. First of all, if it's not working, you got nothing to lose. You got nothing to lose by trying something else, right? Or, okay, and this is the last assumption, right? Um, is that you create things or you decide to create things because you see other people doing that. So that must be the answer, right? Um, one thing that I would really love to try, but I don't have the bandwidth for this until 2018, is a virtual summit. I'd started working on one um, with uh, Nathan Wrigley of WP Builds Podcast. What's up, Nathan? Um, for, for the Beaver Builder community. And We'll still do it. And I think it's going to be a ton of fun. But it's like, I just knew the truth was, okay, <laughs> there's there's no way you can do this with lead service. And I am 100% committed to that, you know, and to to Gordon and what we've started working on and building um, that's coming soon. Um, and, and the changes that I've made to WordPress Chick and content creators, uh, which if you're not a part of, go to Facebook and search for content creators group. Oh, my God, I love these people. Um, but you know, so a virtual summit is something that I would love to do for multiple reasons. One, I think it's a great list builder, right? I've seen a lot of people have amazing success with that. Um, and two, I clearly love this medium, right? So a virtual summit is it's video and then audio and what can you do with it afterwards? So, but the truth is just because other people have done that and are successful at it, it doesn't necessarily mean I should do it or I should do it now. It's like, I, to do it well, it's going to take time. So now my question, I'm just going to do a quick rundown of these things since I had to add commentary to every statement. <laughs> um, let's go over these again. So um, these are the things that may strike a nerve with you. You've been in perpetual finishing mode on multiple projects forever. You talk about things you should be doing, but you're not doing them. So when you try to talk to your audience about them, you feel out of, li out of alignment you keep looking for answers outside of yourself, someone else's course, product, or service. You spend your time on things that appear to be work, but are more like painting the outside of a car that never gets an engine. You've made blanket statements about what you're good at, what you're not good at, right? Copy, email, marketing, selling, whatever. You have preconceived ideas as to how your business should appear. It should be professional, whatever. And lastly, is that you create things or you decide to create things because you see other people doing that. So that must be the answer. So now's my question for you. Now's my question. <laughs> oh my gosh, as my eyeballs are starting to burn. I don't, it's like I hit this wall. It's 630. 
So I got to walk the dogs. Um, so my question for you is, how has that been working out for you? I mean, seriously, it, it's, it's not working, right? And so I, if you guys go to the, you have to go to the post. I pulled in for, for all of you who may or may not be George, uh, George Seinfeld fans. I mean, uh, George Costanza, right? He was like, every decision I've ever made is wrong. And so Jerry then said, is if every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. Do you know what I'm saying, you guys? Like, and I've joked to the friend of mine, I'm like, do the George Costanza, do opposite. So, it, you know, it's like, if your instinct is to go onto Facebook, don't. Go write your damn post. You know what I mean, you guys? It's like, okay, too many times I'm not in the mood to to do the email. And it's like, uh-uh, I, I made a commitment to myself, you guys. And this is, you know, I, I'm somebody that was really big. And I still do like accountability, um, but it really has to be the right person for accountability to work for me. Like somebody I don't want to disappoint, right? But if it's somebody that, eh, you know, there are people that it's like, it just, it's not going to work. Anyways, what works better for me is I have proven to myself that I'm willing to stick with something and be consistent with it. And from that, it's like, well, okay, well, what if I applied this here? You guys like, again, that email, maybe it started, it, it took longer initially. On a good day, I can knock it out in 15 minutes. On a day where I'm a little bit sleepy or the messaging isn't coming to me, it might take a half an hour. But that is something I have done for myself, right? So when you do decide to step up and do the right work, this is where it's going to feel like nobody's listening. Because you know what, you guys, they're not. You know, you have to give things the time to grow and gain some traction, which means here comes that icky C word. No, 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 get your head out of the gutter. The C word I'm referring to is consistency. Boring, I know, right? But you guys, it totally, totally works. If you, by the way, if you guys go read this post, you'll totally be able to get an insight into what was going on in my mind because I have completely gone nutty with the overuse of caps in this post for emphasis. Um, but it's going to take time for people to start responding. Give them a chance to, oh, to notice you again, right? Uh, to start engaging, to share, to, to start sharing your stuff, to start commenting, whatever that is, you know, I don't think I got any responses the first month I did my almost daily email. Um, I'm going to pull up because I got one today. Where to go? Uh, 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 nowhere. Hold on. I've got my email up. I just want to read to you. Um, Where'd it go? Oh, it's probably in my, sorry. I have this, um, here we go. <laughs> um, so the first month that I was doing this, you guys, all I got were people unsubscribing, truly, which felt horrible at the time. Now, eh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still not like, all right, somebody unsubscribed. I don't think I'll ever be like that. Um, but it's like, meh, move it on, which is then what I said, okay, so you're getting X amount of subscribers a day on the site. Now it's time to start supplementing that with paid traffic, right? So it is what it is. Um, but the thing is, you know, my list hadn't heard from me in a while, or they didn't remember who I was. So I do that a lot. Now you guys truly, if I subscribe to something and I haven't heard from that person or the company in a long time to the point where I'm like, what, what is this? What? 
I just unsubscribe. And it's not personal, but it's out of sight, out of mind. And then when it is more of a, um, when I say it's personal, if it's somebody that I've been, here's a great example, Curtis McHale, who I think is fantastic. He's in the WordPress space, great writer, coach. I'm on his list twice. And I don't know why I did that. Two different email, but I need to unsubscribe. And and then I'm going to have to send him a personal note, right? Saying, just FYI, I'm on your list twice. (laughs) So, you know, but, or there's times where, excuse me, maybe I subscribed to something that was about, um, I can't even think off the top of my head right now, but maybe it was something about Facebook ads, right? And if I wasn't doing them, which you know, I have a Facebook ads course from Jason, totally updated Jason Hornung. So there's there's no way I would be buying that, right? But I just say, look, I've shifted directions in my business or it was all about affiliate marketing. I'd be like, you know, I, I le- you know when you can add that little other when somebody unsubscribes? You know, if there's a specific reason that it's like, I'm never going to come back to this content because it's not part of what I'm doing. I'll take the time to do that sometimes. So for the most part, nah. you know, when I launched the podcast 161 episodes ago, do you guys think I had over 30,000 people listening a month? No, I was pumped if I hit 200, you guys. And I was horrible about promoting myself when I launched this. Horrible. Seriously, I didn't email. I rarely emailed when I did content because I always felt like, you know, like I was invading someone's space. And it was like they opted in. So remember a little bit ago where I was talking about I finally got pissed. It was like, no, you signed up for my list. This is how this works. Uh, Sorry, the dog sitting growling out the window. But, but, you know, both of the examples of the podcast – and the email are examples of two things that I was not doing at the time. And I didn't think I was good at either of them, right? Okay, well, that's not totally true with the podcasting. Oh, and side note with the email, because I totally interrupted the show to share this with you. Uh, what's up, Cammy? I hope you're listening to this because you made my day today. Uh, friend, my friend Cammy, um, that we connected with through she took my Genesis course years ago. We've hopped on Skype. She's up in Seattle. But she sent me an email today that said, just had to let you know that I've had to make a bookmark for saving links from your newsletters. Great stuff, my friend. And the subject line said, loving your newsletter. That's enough to keep me going, you guys. And I get one of those almost every day, right? And sometimes I get more. It depends on the subject. Yesterday, someone said, best email to date. And I was like, really? But it resonated with somebody. You know, but but both of these things, the daily email and the podcast, it, I had to make myself do them. And and again, the podcasting, you guys have to speech major in college. I spoke at my high school graduation. I, you know, I wanted to be a motivational speaker. Like, clearly, this was up my alley, right? But I, I did, I had nothing attached to it. I just wanted to have more fun, you know, but I saw other people doing both of these things, and they were getting good results. So I approached it from the perspective that, well, I like getting daily emails. I liked how they were written. I enjoyed the story element, which is why I decided to try it is because it resonated with me, right? So this is that model the things that spark something in you. You don't have to go do launches and membership. You don't have to go do any of that stuff. But look at the stuff that that gets you pumped, like th- that gets you excited, that makes you want more, right? And you know, where I've talked about, uh, it was Ben Settle that got me into the daily email, right? 
And I watched him do it for a full year before I became a customer. I'm not a customer of email players right now because I just needed to focus. Um, but I, I will be again. And the thing is, I get that maybe his style, his voice is crass or harsh or whatever for people. But it still fascinated me to watch how he did it, right? So that's when you start learning and you start getting to this place of, huh, like, I, I get it, right? And and you don't you don't take things personally because you're looking at the marketing piece of it, if that makes sense, right? So the same is true of podcasting. I've always been this huge consumer of audio content. I literally had a crate, like a plastic crate in my car uh, with cassette tapes. I did. And I knew what I liked and what I didn't and why I wanted to start the show, right? Like I liked listening to hour-long shows. And some people are like, oh, that's too long. Well, I listen when I walk the dogs. I listen when I work out. I listen in long drives. I, I listen when I'm shopping. You guys, I'm a total audiophile, right? Um, so I get bummed when an episode is short, you know, like where I tell you I've been binging on the ClickFunnels content, right? There's there's like three or four different types of content. I have gone back probably 150 episodes already into Marketing Secrets. Um, he did a 96-minute rant that I've listened to three times because it speaks to me, right? And so I, I'm just in this space right now. And I think there will be the other side of that, right? I've learned that enough. And I, you guys, I'm not trying to set myself up for the fall. But right now, there is, I don't know, everything seems to be on the uptick. And I'm grateful for it. I'm appreciative of it. and I'm running with it. And I can probably guarantee you by Friday this week, I'm going to be super sleepy. But that's okay. Um, but either way, I didn't think about where I was going to be four years from the time I started the podcast. I focused on one show at a time, period. I knew that it was the most fun I was having in my business. I knew that I was connecting with people I wanted to connect with, that I that I had created this platform that I allowed other people to share what they were doing. It was just sort of it, it was just awesome. You guys, and but but just please remember that anything you see me doing wasn't ev- none of it was oh okay, I'm just going to go do this, right? There have been struggles and challenges and plenty of times where I don't feel like doing it. And it's like, you know, I could shoot myself for those times. And okay, and I and that's a little harsh. But, you know, there are some windows where it's like I didn't publish a podcast episode this, a couple years ago. It's been a long time. Um, but I went a couple weeks or and it was just, I wasn't feeling it. And I was frustrated. And um, it would have probably done me a world of good to just share that message, right? So, okay, that rant went on way longer than I expected. And I really hope um, if any of that like touched a nerve or spoke to you, just think about it, you guys. And I, I wish, I really wish there was a um, magic bullet, magic answer, whatever you want to call it, but something that was like, ah, the the only thing that I know of that gets you to the other side of that frustrated, you know, spinning your wheels, exhausted, burnt space is one time, time away, right? And I don't mean that you check out of your business. But if you're able to, to say, I have to take care of myself. You know, I, <laughs> I think I've shared this with you guys that I found my new meme, not a meme, but 
this is my new Kim quote. I did not create this, but it was, um, I'm not antisocial. I'm just pro me. You guys, I'm totally not antisocial. I have dear friends. I adore my family, but I know myself well enough that like I get in this full brain intensive, like going, going, going. Right. And it's like, by, by the end of the week, sometimes it's like, shh, I don't need to talk to anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just, it's okay. And usually a day or two of that and I'm, I'm recharged again. Right. But, but I think when you hit that place of just feeling burnt, the best thing you can do is to let go. And again, I'm not saying let go of your business, but be kind to yourself. If anything I said to you, like, <clears throat> I felt like I was poking you, get pissed, you guys. Like, don't t- don't settle for less for yourself. And I don't mean less with stuff or, or that or any of that. I mean, you're capable of doing all this. And it's just a matter of saying I'm willing to, you know, super vulnerable with you guys. Truth. I'm not happy with my weight, but guess what? It didn't happen overnight. So it's back to the gym. I, you know, I've shared in my email some of this intermittent fasting stuff I'm doing that feels really good. I'm tired tonight, but I'm still walking the dogs. I need to go move my body, right? It's not going to happen overnight, but in a year from now, I'm going to be really friggin' happy. I stuck with it. Okay. Rant over. I'm going to try to wrap this up with the the few new tools that um, I am super geeked about. <laughs> One, holy moly, holy moly, finally, Thrive Architect is alive. Uh, I'm going to do some live streams with this for sure, but I'm so pumped. So this was the Thrive Content Builder. It is now 2.0. It has gotten a complete, complete overhaul, you guys. Um, and it is awesome. I'm recording this the day that it was released to customers, August 22nd. Um, it is launching to the public August 29th. Thrive Architect is a page builder for those of you who are not familiar with the content builder. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just really exciting. I think besides pretty much what I used Thrive Content Builder for was, um, uh, you know, landing pages and sales pages and stuff, but I might test using it for posts as well. Um, the other, uh, the next tool is the convert pro opt-in and the links to these are all in the show notes. Um, and convert pro opt-in was, uh, it's a lead gen tool that was created by the people who did the ultimate beaver add-on. It's, it's pretty much, I mean, it's very similar to thrive leads. Um, but it's a drag and drop builder. Um, it just, for lack of a better term, it looks a little newer, fresher styles. I, I, I wish I could define that better for you guys. Um, but I like the display logic. I, I get still frustrated with Thrive Leads and the lead groups and how all of that works. Um, and I, I still can't quite articulate. Did I just I add an R in there? Articulate? Um, articulate? I can't articulate. Um, what feels off to me about the display logic with that. But I have played, I have installed convert pro um, in uh, lead surveys. I deactivated it. We had a conflict with blueberry, um, but I'm, I'm loving it. So I will definitely be using that. And then finally, hold on. I got to see, because I'm going to do a quick rundown. Okay, here we go. Um, so the last tool is uh, webinar jam. You guys, and some of you may or may not remember Webinar Jam. It was originally built 
um, with Google Hangouts. And it's not using that anymore. So let's just go ahead and get a hallelujah. Um, I never liked Google Hangouts. I get it that what it was supposed to do and stuff, but the, the lag time was just, I don't know. Maybe I talked too quickly to, to have that kind of patience. Um, and here's the deal though. Let me tell you. So I feel a little bit guilty trying webinar jam because I do like Demio for webinars, right? And I want to support the Demio guys and what they're doing. I'm excited for them. However, Webinar Jam, like I said, is not built with Google Hangouts anymore. I purchased Webinar Jam at a lifetime price, like a few years ago. And so I only have to pay 20 bucks a month for the new upgrade. And that saves me like 60 bucks between Demio and BeLive, right? And I think the price, if you weren't a previous customer, is still only $40 a month, you guys. And that's for 500 attendees, I believe. Okay, so listen to what Webinar Jam does. Um, so first of all, obviously it does webinars, right? Um, I, I don't have the Ever Ever webinar, which is like kind of evergreen webinars where you can do, um, you know, like live, whatever you want to call it. Um, but there's other ways to do that. So it's like, nah. Uh, so, uh, but they're doing, you can do live streaming now to Facebook and YouTube or their own private network. And I think I got to double check. Uh, my friend Jurgen emailed me and I think you might be able to do a webinar and live stream at the same time. Um, you can do what's called a jam session where you have six people on camera at a time. I don't think no zoom does that. Um, but not for $40 a month. I'll tell you that much. Um, there's an active live chat. It's got a ton of features. You can invite attendees on camera live, which I believe you can do with Zoom, but I think you can just pull an attendee and I have to test this this week. Um, you can do uh, Express Jam, which basically is if you decide you want to go live, you can go live in 30 seconds with like six steps. Again, I haven't tried this yet. Um, and I'll tell you, the one thing I know that it doesn't do just yet is... Um, stream into groups. I don't know where that's coming or if it is. Um, you can do screen sharing. Did I say that already? Uh, presentations, you can upload your slides directly into the webinar jam cloud in essence, right? So you're not having to share your screen that way. So it's being, I believe, and again, I haven't tested this yet, um, but it's all done through the platform. <coughs> Excuse me. You can do a whiteboard on the screen. What the what, right? Like, holy moly, right? And which can I know be a little bit tricky, but I have one of those little Wacom tablets, which was former brother-in-law's. And uh, so I'm going to play with that a little bit. If you want to map stuff out or, you know, draw funnels, whatever your thing is. Um, polls and surveys. You can do active, offer active offers. Oh my gosh, it's a good thing we're winding down. Um, so let's say you've got an offer that you can, you're, you're you know, offering a course or whatever through... Um, the webinar is that people can click the button. So it's like a live clickable thing to make a purchase. Pretty cool, right? Urgency and scarcity, you know, timers, countdowns, that kind of stuff. There is a drag and drop page builder. They have email integrations. And then of course, the one click registration to the email, right? So somebody can click the link in the email and they're registered. They don't have to go to the page. Whew, that was a mouthful. Um, so all of that in one tool, I'm pretty pretty geeked about this, you guys. I am excited to be trying this. Um, let's see, this will be going live on Thursday, the 24th. I believe the webinar will be 
Thursday, September 1st is my plan. It's going to be the 29th or the 1st, uh, but I think it's going to be the 1st. Um, so hopefully you have time. I'm going to be running a, a webinar uh, called Grow Your Audience. So you'll be able to see this platform, but I will be talking about how how it goes uh, and the results of using it. Now, a couple things with that. Um, oh, wow. I am thinking I'm going to be able to keep this under an hour. Um, with with this, you can still use, um, <coughs> excuse me, like Thrive landing page, the Thrive Architect I just told you about. So you can still use other landing page builders. Um, I do like the webinar sequences that are built into ClickFunnels because you can embed the button. Um, and if you know how to do styling, you can just do your own style with the embeddable button. So that's embeddable button. That is, <laughs> try and say that 10 times fast. Um, so you can, you can put it wherever you want the registration button, right? So you don't have to use their landing pages or whatever. Um, of course it's got email sequences and stuff inside. Um, I don't trying to think it integrates with all the major, um, email service providers that I could tell. Um, so anyways, yeah, I'm just like, there's just so much that I feel like I want to play with and test and try. Um, there's not enough time in the day right now. That's right. Um, life is good and I'm not complaining. So on that note, thanks uh, for, for hanging with my, I, I would say a little bit of a rant, but it was kind of a lot of a bit of a rant, right? Um, it was, it was just a bit much. So, so thanks for sticking with that. And please hear my heart, you guys, that it's everything that I brought to attention with that was simply coming from the place of having been there and done it myself. I, you know, I really don't do a lot of regrets, but if I could go back even, you know, four or five years ago, man, I would have, I would have focused on fundamentals. I would have stuck with writing and continued, you know, I would have done the email and I would have put things out there. Like, you know, when I keep talking about these webinars, um, at different platforms and stuff, you guys, there will be a webinar for the WordPress chick, one or two, there's probably two. Um, and there's going to be a webinar for lead surveys and I'm going to run them weekly. Obviously I can't do all, you know, two or three a week, but I'm going to do them as often as I can. And I'm going to be running paid traffic to these. So I promise not to make you guys crazy, um, until I get it down. So I may then get the message nailed, but maybe the ad needs work. So it's this consistency and this repetition is the mother of skill. That was another Tony Robbins thing. I don't listen to him anymore. It was, he, but he was my entry into uh, self-help in like 1992. But, you know, guys, it's, it's really these little consistent, boring things um, that aren't sexy until they are. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but man, this girl needs to stop talking. It's been a long day. So you guys are awesome. I love you tons. Um, if you have not left a review, I would really greatly appreciate it. Head over to iTunes and leave, uh, you know, leave me a five-star review. If you enjoy the podcast, um, you know, stars review, all that good stuff. It means the world to me. Um, and we will catch you next week. Have a fantastic morning, afternoon, or evening. Thanks guys. 
All right, guys, again, as always, thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Just a reminder to check out Content Snare. That's contentsnare.com. And you can get 50% off your first two months using the coupon code WPCHICK. Just all caps, W-P-C-H-I-C-K. Almost tripped over that getting it out of my mouth. All right, guys, have a fabulous day and I will catch you next week.